Hello world, it's your brother Silent Sam. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Well, for one, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, world. It's your brother, Silent Sound, tapped in with another episode of the Silent Conversations podcast. And today we're tapping in on a on another wonderful topic on self-development, um, one that is quite personal for me. Um, in this journey that I've gone on or began walking down and really becoming who I see myself as, um, who I am developing myself to become, it's a lot of shedding of an old version of myself that has to happen. There's a lot of change that has to happen, uh, whether it's environments, whether it's habits, whether it's mindset, whether it's routines, language, all of these things are challenged while I'm on this journey. Um, I think the way I want to kind of theme this this episode is like the confessions of a people pleaser. For the better portion of my life, I've found myself, um, I think unknowingly we become or dig ourselves into a place of seeking validation from the world, seeking validation from those who um, we love, those who we enjoy their company, seeking validation from those who don't know us, but yet we may be genuine what we may offer the world, but yet we seek permission, approval, and we want some type of gratification from those who really have no true input or relevance in the journey. Um, at one point in my life, I felt as if it was the right thing to do to always be of aid and assistance to everyone I came across or everyone that's connected to me. Um, now at this time, at the age 31, looking back and Seeing what the results are of that lifestyle, I understand that if your goal is to please everyone, then you're just setting yourself up for misery with yourself. The saying is that misery loves company. So if you're miserable, you typically want to be around other people that are miserable or other people that can relate to your misery or those that you make an influence to be um, of some type of enable, enabler to our misery. This then turns into cycles of being around individuals that may not be the most productive for your lifestyle, may not be the most productive for your goals, um, definitely not the most healthy for your, your mental, your spiritual, your physical, your emotional. Um, I spoke on previous episodes in reference to like trauma bonds and connecting yourself to individuals just based off of circumstances that led you to be connected, but you're not connected with the true purpose of a mutual benefit, a mutual support, mutual accountability. 
oftentimes we're, we're connected to individuals that don't have the same level of risk, the same level of uh, focus, same level of discipline, same level of consistency. Um, a powerful quote that sticks with me um, that I came across is that your environment would change you before you change your environment. Being a people pleaser, I felt as if I gave enough good. If I showed myself as the best example, if I did all I could, sacrificed all that I could for the betterment of others, that it will be returned to me. But the thing about being a people pleaser is that you don't ask for help. You don't ask for assistance. You assume that because you assist others, because you're there for others, because you listen to others, because you you give advice or because you may be understanding or a listening ear, that they will do the same for you. But more than likely, you're not going to ask for those things. So they're not going to be readily available to you. And also those that you seek to please and those you seek to help and, and assist are too busy in their own problems and being pacified by your assistance to even notice that you may be going through something. So then it becomes a transactional relationship. Many times it's a one-way transaction. I'm giving, they're taking, and that's that. What that does over time is it compounds into um, selflessness. Not in the positive sense, in the meaning that you're not so observant or caring about yourself that you give of yourself willingly to others um, because you understand the movements of love and intention. But you get to a point of selflessness where you even lose yourself because you forget what even makes you happy, what makes you smile, what genuinely pulls your, your, your love strings, your heart strings, what, what genuinely moves you. What makes you feel good? What makes you feel bad? What makes you um, spark up? What calms you down? What gives you peace? You lose those aspects of yourself because you're trying to be those things for so many other people who are blind to the fact that they aren't able to reciprocate that back to you. So this is why this is the confessions of a people pleaser. The end game for a people pleaser is self-destruction, self-sabotage, self-doubt. The enemy of self is self. So if we're not spending time looking to please ourselves in a healthy way, if we're not looking to build ourselves up and encourage ourselves, empower ourselves, invest in ourselves, aid and assist ourselves to reach goals, work through problems, finding solutions, coping with life, coping with trauma, coping with depression, coping with anything that comes along with life. If we're seeking attention or applause or we're seeking validation and approval, we're seeking anything from the outside to fulfill what we're giving out from the inside, we're ultimately in a lose-lose situation. I wonder oftentimes when, I, when I'm studying and, and doing research on self-development, um, I spend a lot of times, a lot of times, excuse me, looking at or observing the results of not intentionally working on yourself. 
Um, I spend a lot of time watching interviews of individuals who may have a challenging lifestyle. They may have been addicted to substances. They may be in compromising positions, lifestyle choices. And many times it comes from looking or seeking validation or approval from others, looking to please others uh, with the hopes that that will be returned to them, that there will be some form of gratification, um, there will be some form of grace that will be given to them so that they can flourish. Ultimately, it becomes a uh, a treadmill race where you're just kind of running in place, you're exerting a lot of effort, but you're not actually going anywhere. Being a people pleaser has no real end goal outside of those who you seek to please are rewarded with all of your energy, with all of your effort, with all of your gifts, but you're left with nothing. Many times people don't even say thank you for things that you often give because they've become accustomed or desensitized to the things that you give so freely, the things you give so graciously. The mercy that you extend to others, the sparing of the feelings based off of true facts that, that must be expressed. You're hindering their growth. You're stunning, stunning your own growth because you're not allowing yourself to speak freely from the heart. You're not allowing yourself to tell people the truth. So ultimately, you're contributing to the lie. Internally or subconsciously, you know this. So we're living a lie. We have convinced ourselves that if we do things, do everything for others, that they would do everything for us. But the actuality or the truth is, is that if you don't save yourself, no one else will save you. If you don't invest in yourself, no one else will invest in you. If you don't believe in yourself, no one else will believe in you. And if you don't make yourself happy, no one else can or no one else will, I should say. Oftentimes the question comes up, who do the strong ones go to when they're weak? That, that to me is a, a very deep question because there's two answers to it. Some people can say no one. Who's there to help the strong when the strong need help? No one. The other side of that is that they have themselves. We are a combination of our experience. We are a combination of our choices. We are a combination of the decisions that we make, the reactions that we've done, um, we've, the reactions that we've taken um, from other people's actions. We're a sum or a combination or a total of all of these things which makes us who we are today. And who we are going to be tomorrow is determined by the decisions and choices that we make today. So, the question I ask myself is how long am I going to continue to be a people pleaser? How long am I going to stunt my own growth? How long am I going to delay my success? How long am I going to delay my growth into who I truly know, um, who I know I truly am? Excuse me. How long will I do that? How long will I sit back and watch others flourish from my, my, uh, energy that I expend um, really with, 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 with love because I always was raised to love first. 
Show respect first. Give first. Give from the heart. But you can't give what you don't have. There has to be a limit to how much you give. There has to be some level of discernment that comes in where you have to stop yourself and say, hey, if I give too much, then what do I have for myself? That's not negative. That's not a negative way of thinking. That's a protection. What good are you to anyone else if you're not good to yourself? What belief can you have in anything if you don't believe in yourself? How can you really truly please other people if you're not pleased with yourself? That's why this is the confessions of a people pleaser. We all are very good at pretending. We're all are very good at acting like things are fine. We're very good at acting like we're okay with the way that things are going, the status quo. But we're not. We're ultimately suffering in silence while looking to improve others with the hopes that they're going to look and extend that olive branch back to us. It doesn't come back. The only time we're going to see it back is when we we become content with ourselves. When we become settled in our own skin, when we start believing in ourselves and start taking intentional actions in order to become who we truly are, and we really become secure in that goal and in that destination, that it doesn't matter if it returns from the people that we give it to. We know we will get what we deserve because we're going to work for it. Recovering from people-pleasing is doing the self-work, doing the work with yourself in order to become who you truly become, building yourself up, filling your cup back up. Then learning from those lessons of the past and not extend yourself further than you discern should go. You should go, excuse me. Not giving more than what is needed. This is a 24-7 job. That self-doubt thing happens all the time. If our brain has 90% negative thoughts, it's going to take a lot of time to be able to stick to or to remind ourselves of the positive. So it's a 24-7, 365 job to continue to keep yourself in a positive, productive, and growth mindset. It's easy to slip back into a fixed mindset. It's easy to slip back into a negative mindset. It's easy to succumb to the distractions of the world. It's hard to be consistent. It's hard to be disciplined. It's hard to work on yourself when no one else is working on themselves. It's hard to operate in a world of selfishness when you want to be um, a servant. You want to be selfless in the sense of giving lovingly to others. But you have to give to yourself as well. We have to remember what our purpose is. What is the reason why we get started? What is the reason why we want to finish? What is the reason why we're even doing this work? If that reason isn't as strong as the desires that you have outside that's pulling you away from your goals, that's pulling you away from your results, you will always slip back into that previous mindset. I don't I don't preferably like to think about snakes, but they're a great example when it comes to shedding. They don't look to get back into that old skin after it's been shedded off. Once it's been removed, you can't put it back on. 
You can't. You don't fit in that skin anymore. Once you decide and begin to walk in your purpose, you no longer fit in that box of mediocrity. So why continue to climb into it? You know it's uncomfortable. You know you don't fit. You can hardly breathe. You're suffocating in negativity. You're suffocating in procrastination. You're suffocating in comparison. You're suffocating in seeking for validation. But there's fresh air in walking in purpose. There's plenty of rooming for growth in walking in towards your goals. There's power and freedom in walking in your truth. We may be afraid of it, but that fear is only a protectant of the old version of yourself. But if we're not okay with that old version, we have to face that fear, go through that fear, and keep on pushing forward so that we can reach that goal, so that we no longer feel the pain of the removing of that old person of ourselves, that old version, that old personality, that old skin. That that previous version is no longer compatible, compatible to these upgrades that we've made. We've downloaded new applications in our lives. So we can't operate those new applications on that old software. So we have to upgrade. We have to make those upgrades. In order for your phone to operate at its highest level, it must be upgraded to its highest version of the software. Otherwise, you open yourself up to viruses. You open yourself up to lagging. and uh, You open yourself up to things not working properly, not being the most efficient. Battery life being uh, compromised. The same thing goes with our lives. The more we wait, the longer we wait, excuse me, the longer we wait to grow, the longer we wait to make changes, especially vital changes to our success, to our growth, to the lifestyle that we envision ourselves living. We're stunning that. We're compromising our future self every day that we compromise who we are today. When we compromise on our goals, when we compromise on our visions, when we compromise on the relationships that we have, when we compromise on our friendships, we're compromising on our future self. When I, when I typically get into a state of self-doubt, I have to remind myself, do I want to make my future self work harder or do I want to make my future self work smarter and easier to fulfill the purpose? Because the longer I wait to do the work now, the harder the work will be later. Because the work doesn't go away. The problem does not leave. The further you run away from your problem, the stronger and bigger the problem gets. Because now it's building up momentum. It's chasing you. The same way you're running away from it, it's chasing you. So it's getting better as well. But the moment you face the problem, you attack it with the solution, you're now able to bring that problem down to what it really is. Nothing. It's a step. It's a step in the direction towards your success. It's a step in the direction of realizing your vision. How important is this lifestyle that we want? If it isn't truly important, then it's easy to just be distracted and go back to the way we normally lived. No one would judge you for that. It's comfortable. The people that you seek to please like you as your old self your current self, they like that. 
So you really wouldn't be doing anyone a disservice that um, you currently are associated with or connected to that you may be uh, suffering in silence with. But if you truly want to be happy, if you truly want to be um, amongst individuals that um, contribute to your happiness, contribute to your healthiness, contribute to your wealth, contribute to your sanity, then changes must happen. Work must be done. We can't stop when it gets hard. We have to keep going until it gets easier. But this is the truth of it all. It's 24-7. It doesn't get any easier. The higher the levels, the harder the, the harder the devils. Doesn't mean you'll get defeated. It's a challenge. When you challenge yourself, you're growing. You're stretching yourself. You're seeing where your limits are and you're pushing yourself further. You're, you're learning lessons in order to endure those, those things that may feel like growing pains. You're able to cope with those growing pains because you, because you, because, excuse me, because you understand the process. You understand and trust the process enough that, oh, if I feel pain, then I must be going in the right direction. Oh, it's exposing some weakness that I have. So let me just keep working at that so that doesn't pain me anymore to do. So uh, I make it personal. So for me, being in front of the camera um, was very difficult for me. I spent a better uh, part of my lifestyle <clears throat> being behind the scenes. Um, I never had a desire to be in the front and um, wanting attention and wanting the spotlight on me. But I understood that the more that I opened my mouth, the more I expressed myself, the more attention I got. So the old me would say, well, I'm getting attention by opening my mouth, so maybe I should close my mouth. Now I won't get the attention. But then I have to remind myself, how many people am I letting down by not expressing my truth? How many individuals am I allowing to live this world without any type of um, information that may uh, help them along their way? Someone that may be going through something similar or worse that may need to hear someone else's story. They may need to hear someone else's perspective on life in order for them to continue to endure. How can I continue to keep my mouth closed and let these other people suffer, believing that they are alone in their battle? No, you're not alone. I'm right here with you. Every day, I deal with self-doubt. Every day I have to push myself to stay disciplined and stay consistent. On Instagram, if you follow me, that's the one silent sound. Um, also follow the podcast, The Silent Conversation, Conversations Podcast on Instagram. Every day this year, 2022, I make at least one video um, giving some type of inspirational thought that's on my mind or something that's related to a podcast episode um, that I either put out or getting ready to release. That is a challenge for me to stay consistent post-daily. At least one video a day. Ultimately, I want to get to nine posts a day, uh, maybe more across multiple platforms. But I told myself, let's, let's build up consistency. If I can do at least one video a day. Some days I do two, three. Some days I do one. Some days I might do uh, three or four. I might do a couple extra posts as well. But it's about consistently delivering every day. When you do something consistent every day, 
people begin to uh, expect it. People begin to depend on it. Um, I know uh, as I'm in this podcast journey, I set out to drop an episode every Saturday. Every Saturday I want to drop an episode um, and uh, try to make sure it's formatted in a way that stays on topic. Um, But if I were to wait and upload it on Sunday, I may get a text message. Say, hey, I didn't see your episode pop up. Hey, did you did you do an episode this week? Did we get an episode? Did I miss it? What's it? That's what consistency does. Even when you think no one's watching, everyone's watching. <laughs> this is the thing. When you're a people pleaser, you think that they only see you when you're doing things for them, but they're actually watching 24-7. They're always watching. They always are paying attention. So... If you really are who you really are, if you're truly becoming who you truly are becoming, over time, the proof will be in the pudding. The results will show. Continue to be consistent. That's what I have to remind myself. Stay disciplined. Be consistent. Don't procrastinate. Take action now. Because if you take action now, you're making it easier on your future self to fulfill your purpose. Your purpose is to help and assist others with your perspective, with your words, being able to encourage, inspire, motivate, empower, be of some form of benefit based off of your perspective, based off of seeking peace. If that's the purpose, then every day I have to work on that. Everything I do has to contribute to that purpose. Me posting on Instagram on a daily basis is contributing to the purpose. Me recording a podcast episode every week is a part of the purpose. Me taking time out every day to write books, adding pages and chapters to books, writing my thoughts out, having conversations with different friends and family members. Studying, doing research on different things and and developing different skill sets, understanding cryptocurrency, understanding stocks and and trading, understanding the business side of podcasting, understanding algorithms. All of these things all come back to the purpose. If the purpose is to help as many people as possible, then you have to understand and be able to utilize the tools around us in order to fulfill that. We were already born with everything we need to fulfill our purpose. The question is, are we going to use these things or are we going to continue to be distracted by the world? That that whole desire, our whole goal is to distract us from our purpose. The world is designed as a distraction. You were already born with everything you need to fulfill your purpose. The question is, is will you fulfill your purpose now or will you make it harder for your future self to fulfill your purpose later? The purpose doesn't go anywhere. You don't get to clock out on your purpose. It's 24-7, 365. The thing is that many people don't realize, in my opinion, from my observation, is that they're walking in their purpose whether they know it or not. The question is, is when you truly identify and know what your purpose is, what are you going to do about it?
That is the ultimate question. What are you going to do about that vision that you have in your mind? What are you going to do about those thoughts that have been placed in your mind for you to execute? Are you going to keep ignoring them? You're going to keep hitting that snooze button on your brain, on your mind, on your subconscious? No, no, not right now. I want to get back to this distraction. No, not right now. I want to get back to pleasing these people that really could care less about my well-being. They only care about what I'm able to offer them. They only reach out to you when they need something. That's how you know you're a people pleaser. If individuals only reach out to you to, uh, to use you, need something from you, never to truly check on you and to see what you may need, you're a people pleaser. So people go to what they can depend on. So if you want to change that, there's actions that have to be taken. When you want to go to the bank, there's hours, there's business hours. Once those hours are um, exhausted, you have no access. You have to wait till the next business day. If it's Saturday, they close at 12. If you pull up at 1230, you won't have access. No matter how much you complain, no matter how many people you tell, no matter how much you go on social media and want to protest, they have announced, declared, and posted their availability. Yet, you can't complain about what action you didn't take to make sure that you were there when they were available. So do you get mad at them or do you get mad at yourself? The same thing goes with your energy, your time, what you do in your life, your skill sets, your gifts, your blessings. Set a standard for yourself. When you're not available, you're not available. Not everyone deserves or has the right to have access to you 24-7. But we have to become secure with that. I'm working on that to this day. To this day, I'm working on that. I have people that I've been um, in association with for years, decades even. Are they the most productive for my success? That is the question that I have to ask myself on a regular basis. And if they're not, how much time am I willing to expend on them? And will that time be a detriment or a benefit to my goal or my purpose? A lot of times, it's of no benefit. A lot of times, it is of no relevance to our goal or purpose. There's two ways of looking at it. You can either continue down that insane pathway of doing the same thing, expecting a different result, or you can make a change now. You can change your, your availability. You can limit your access. But these are the confessions of a people pleaser. This is something that I'm working on right now that I'm sure there's others that are working on it as well. But I'm wanting to make this episode to say that you're not by yourself. I'm here to make this episode to say that at the age 31, I'm still trying to figure it out. And I have been stuck on this particular thing since probably I was a child seeking validation. Where does it stem from? You know, we we do more research and study on it. You know, I think I'm going to make this um, a series, Confessions of a People Pleaser. Today... It's about acknowledgement. 
Once you acknowledge that you're a people pleaser, that's the first way to be able to expose the weakness. You have to you have to be able to see it and acknowledge it. Then you can start taking necessary steps in order to correct it. In order to cure the dis-ease, you have to expose the dis-ease. And if your dis-ease is pleasing others, the first step is to acknowledge the fact that you have put yourself last and everyone else first. And those individuals have always put you last and themselves first. So, who's winning being a people pleaser? I'm here to tell you it's not you. So start choosing yourself. Build yourself up. Encourage yourself. Invest in yourself. Believe in yourself. Trust yourself. You've been with yourself this long. Don't let the next the next set of years, next 31 years, uh, be the same. Let's not recycle the same habits. Let's set new goals. Let's make new habits. Let's make new routines. Let's change our environments. Let's make new relationships. Let's challenge ourselves. Let's stretch ourselves so that we can become who we truly know we are, so that we can live the lifestyle that we envision for ourselves. We have to keep in mind one thing. I was on um, a live with um, a good sister, Candice. You're a, credit, you're a credit queen. Please make sure you follow her. Um, she has a podcast as well. Um, that's the Money Mindset Podcast for the ladies. Definitely tap in with that. Um, I was in that podcast, and one of the things I brought up, and, and we had a sad conversation to this. You really don't realize your impact when you're walking in your purpose until you really look around. When you really truly are walking in your purpose, you kind of have tunnel vision. You don't realize the people that you are impacting and influencing with your words, with your actions. Um, once you have the vision in your mind, it's your responsibility to command it into reality. It's no one else's responsibility for your vision to come into, to bring it into life other than yours. You received the vision. It was in your mind. You're the one having sleepless nights about it. You're the one that know how to make it work. You're the one that believe that it's even possible. So why do you expect others to believe in it? Why do you expect others to want to invest in it? Why do you expect others to want to do the work to make it happen? Excuse me. Do the work to make it happen if you don't do the work. It's your vision. And if things aren't going the way that you want them to go, it's up to you to make the right changes. It's up to you to learn the new skills. It's up to you to set the right goals, take the right actions, complete the right steps, face the right problems and provide solutions. It's up to you. It's no one else's responsibility. But if you're seeking validation from others for your vision, you will never actualize or manifest that vision to its truest reality. It's going to be skewed to other people's biases and other people's perspectives. And you're still going to end up being miserable. So it's your vision. You bring it into existence. Stop seeking validation from others and validate yourself. If you believe in the creator, God already validated you. He gave you life. He woke you up today. If you're able to listen to this podcast, you've already been validated in your purpose. Just to be frank with you. So there's no need to seek other people's approval. 
There's no need to seek gratification and applause from the world. Do the work and the world will bow to you. But it's not going to bow to you if you're doing it half-hazardly. If you're doing it with minimal effort. If you're giving it 50%, expect 50% results. But the moment that you give 100% to your vision, the moment that you give 100% to yourself for a change, is when you can see the true fruits of your labor. So how bad do you really want it? That's the question you have to ask yourself. And once you are able to answer that, start backtracking the steps that you need to take in order to achieve that goal, to accomplish that task, to actualize and bring into reality that vision. So these are the confessions of a people pleaser. There is no winning at the end, pleasing others. The only way that you win is by doing everything that you know you should be doing to fulfill your purpose because you know that your purpose will impact many. So do what you know you're supposed to be doing. Follow your path. Trust your process. Stay consistent. Stay disciplined. And command your vision into reality. Don't ask for permission. Command it. Demand it. And respect your vision enough to not give up on it. Respect your vision enough not to allow others to distract you from it. Respect your vision enough to put the effort and work necessary and required in order to bring it into existence. People pleasing has to come to an end. But again, the first step is acknowledging it. We'll come back on this subject. But this has been a great episode of the Silent Conversations podcast. Make sure you're following me on Instagram. That's the number one silent sound. Follow the podcast on Instagram as well. That's the Silent Conversations podcast on Instagram as well. Make sure you like, share, comment, review, put five stars, wherever you see this at. Share this to other people as well. If you got any type of impact, any type of positive uh, feedback, even if you have negative feedback about the, the content that I'm putting out, please share it. That's how we're going to improve this this show. That's how we're going to improve and build this community is with transparency and engagement. So tap in, DM me, uh, like, comment, share, review, all of those things. Tap in. This is the Silent Conversations podcast. It's your host, Silent Sound. As always, it's about peace, positivity, and perspective. And think, learn, grow. If you're thinking, you're learning. If you're learning, you're growing. Everything that has life is growing. And if it's not growing, it's dying. So while we're here, let's do what we can to grow. And let's really benefit from the fruits of our labor. Tap in. Peace.